Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Oh My God Unlaunching Podcast, episode number 26. Today's guest is Katharina Haddon. And we talk about how you go from an idea to a profitable online course. Now that entails everything from, you know, starting the idea to uh, mapping that out and testing it within the audience and then kind of creating the outline and then finally launching it and talking about it all the way through kind of like a launch runway, actually. So it's not just, you know, come up with an idea, bunker down for three months and create it and then pop up again and just throw it in people's faces because that usually don't work. So yeah, stay tuned. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Thank you so much for tuning on to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. My name is Ken Westgar, and today I have Katarina Haddon with me. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So happy to be here. This is great. This is your first podcast, actually, isn't it? It is, and I'm so excited. Yeah. And what time is it? It's 7.05 a.m. I love this dedication. (laughs) This is the second time I have people get up early just for me to get on the podcast. You should feel special. Yeah, I I do. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. So today we're going to talk a little bit about how you go from the idea to a profitable online course because that's something you help people with. So, but before we get into that, I would like for you to give people a little bit of info on about yourself, you know, who you are, what it is that you do and how you help people. Sure. So my name is Katerina Hedden, as Ken said. I live in Canada. I moved here. Not, I'm not originally from here, hence the accent that I can't get rid of. <laughs> but I'm from Europe, from Serbia. So I moved after I graduated college for fine and applied arts which was in 1999, but mm. don't tell anybody. That was a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, it's funny how we start thinking about, yeah, that was 99. It's not that long ago. And then it's like, wait a minute. That's like, that's really, yeah. oh, that's 20 years ago. <laughs> I know, it's all so long ago. So I've always wanted to be a designer, an artist. So that's how I started my life. I went to high school for design, you know, let's toot in my own horn, like it was for gifted kids. Mm. But, you know, design is a hard uh, niche to to break into unless you have a client like Nike or mm. Adidas or yeah. some big company, right? So then over the years, I pivoted from graphic design into web design because for those who are older or wiser like us, <laughs> internet wasn't something we grew up with. And website design wasn't something we just had. So as I started learning that and then kind of pivoted, okay, I'll do graphic design with web design. And that was great for a while. But, you know, doing that, the stream of income wasn't really steady. Mm -hmm. Getting clients was hard. 
I heard gazillion no's to the point that I doubted my skill Mm. of being a designer. You know, we talked about it last time when we spoke. It's Mm -hmm. like people were just looking for the cheapest thing. And then you couldn't really, nobody really valued your knowledge and skill. No, and people just kind of accepted whatever that you kind of gave to them. I mean, this design wasn't like, I don't know how to say that, but, you know, us as a designer, you know how things should look and how pretty it should be, but from those who are buying it Mm -hmm. and why, yeah. But they don't care. They just, oh, okay, great. You did it for me. Perfect. I'm I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm happy, no matter what. So, mm -hmm. And then, well, when I moved to Canada, I met my husband, Travis, also a long time ago. We've been married for 17 years, got super lucky with each other. And then we didn't want to be adults. So we decided to travel, ended up in China. Our twins were born in China. We lived there for eight years. That was beautiful. So when our kids were six, now they're 11, we came back to Canada to give them like good Canadian education. And that's when it all really started for me. Mm-hmm. I started working for the city of Cold Lake as their marketing officer. I was doing graphic and web design. Those were magical years because I met, even though I was never a fan of nine to five, mm-hmm. I always felt in a cage. The people I work with were extraordinary. One of the best yeah. people I met. And we built such deep connections that leaving them was really hard. Yeah. That's usually how it is with a nine to five. You know, it's the people that you work with that makes it so great. You know, not not necessarily the work that you do, but the people. I mean, the job was great too. Like I get a chance to rebrand the city, build all kinds of beautiful things while I was there. Massive projects. So all that was amazing and people were amazing. But at some point when when I realized how many people are asking me to help them get, oh, how do you do this? And how Mm -hmm. do you do that? And how, and I would just share, oh, let's meet the Zoom and I'll show you. And, you know, just, I never really planned to be a mentor. Mm. It was never really my goal. It just fell in my lap and it happened, which I think it's, there is beauty in it, you know, Mm -hmm. that, there's some force. I don't know if you believe in God or universe or whatever people believe in. There is some force that when you ask a question, is this all there is? Mm-hmm. Is this all that I'm going to do? Or is there something more? That's a right. very powerful question. Yeah. Is there something more? And then just be open to whatever comes. And this is what came for me, right? Mm-hmm. So it was such a natural flow of things. So anyway, today, that's what I do. I help people. You know, I believe that every person has knowledge that can monetize. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about money, money is a currency we all need. You know, money is not, there are two types of people, people that love money and people (laughs) that are against money, right? Yeah. I believe that money just makes you be better. It emphasizes who you are. Then you can do more. Mm-hmm. You know, you can take your friends for lunch and you can buy your mom, like my, it's my mom's birthday today. You can buy your mom a really special gift or pay for her trip to mm-hmm. go somewhere. If you didn't have money, you wouldn't be able to do that, right? So right. monetizing your knowledge online in a world we live in today is popular, oh, yeah. but it's not easy. That's no. really where I come in, right? To kind of guide you through, okay, 
What's the idea? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I see. Okay, these are the steps you have to take to actually sell it. Because mm-hmm. if you just make it and you throw it out there, nobody's going to buy it because people don't buy online courses, like we said, right? Yeah. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, all right, I'm going to have my coffee and then I'm going to jump online and I'm going to buy some courses. <laughs> Nobody wants that, right? People are looking for a specific solution. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really what I do. Yeah, ex- exactly. And um, so let's jump into that and yeah. kind of talk about people having the idea for something that they can monetize their knowledge in some kind of way. What are like the first steps that they need to think about before, you know, telling the world that they have an online course and they created this beautiful thing and yeah, all that stuff? You know, the, the, first, the step one is to know who you want to sell it to. Who's mm-hmm. your market? Who are the people? Who are you helping? Right? And to really, internet is busy these days. Oh, and, yeah. and it seems that everybody is selling something, some kind of a, Something, everybody's selling something. Mm-hmm. So knowing who your perfect customer is, who is that specific person that you are helping will actually help you show yourself as an expert in that particular topic. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we can pick any, any to- topic, but you need to know. And the reason why is not just so you know who you're selling it to, but it's how you will present that how your copy, this is the thing. Mm -hmm. Online course sales happen before you even build it. Right. Online course sales happen when you show up on your social media platforms and you talk about whatever, about that particular topic that you're helping people Mm -hmm. achieve, that transformation that you're helping people achieve. That's when really, that's where you're building trust. That's where people get to know you. And if they like you and they like the way you talk, the way you show them things, the way you teach them, they will buy from you. Exactly. So that, that's why you have to know who you're speaking to. So that I think that's step one. Yeah, I think that's an important part, though. I know I discussed this with several people before uh, that, you know, you got to trust yourself to be you and just, yeah, there are so many other people who might be doing exactly the same thing as you but people will like you for who you are and how you present it and just lean into that. Don't be afraid of being you. I think that's so important. That, that's, that's huge. And you, you know, like we are all special. And my yeah. sister laughs when I say this, but it's, no, it's, it's true. true. No, it's true in a way that you and I can talk about the same topic and have a completely different point of view. Mm-hmm. And some people will love what you say and some people can will love what I say mm-hmm. and the way maybe I show up for those clients or you show up for your clients, right? Mm-hmm. So we can be doing the exactly same thing in a, such a different way that different people will be drawn to it. Exactly. Yes, people are drawn to a transformation, but they're drawn to people too. Because that's mm-hmm. what we, we, I think, crave most of all, including myself, yeah. is connection. Connection, exactly. And that's what we do with the social media. We try to get people to connect with us in some kind of way. Yes. And I love, like, I, I am super grateful every time somebody comments on my, but genuinely, like, yeah. I am really, because they took time or somebody, somebody follows you. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yeah. You know, don't I get. I totally agree. Yeah. It, it's like they decided 
or they told you that they are interested in what you have to say. How phenomenal mm -hmm. is that? It's one thing to just, you know, double click or click like or give a heart or whatever. You know, that's something that's very easy to do without even reading the post or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if they actually take the time to comment or share, I mean, Massive. that's that's so different. Yes. So I don't know where we went <laughs> with this and why we're here now. But, but anyway, knowing your buyers, yeah. that would be the step one. That's going to drive everything. It's going to drive how you teach. It's going to drive what you say online. It's going to drive how you help people. What is your edge? All that is in. So your website copy is going to drive in regards to who your buyers are, your social media accounts, all that, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, that would be the step one. And then when you're super clear and you know, then you can start thinking about, okay, what is the course idea that I have? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes people forget that not every idea is a good course idea. Mm, true. Not all things you can translate into an online course to be really effective for people. Mm. And we don't want to create an online course just for sake of creating it. So we say, yeah, I have an online course. It's somewhere <laughs> on the internet. Oh, right? it's quite popular. So yeah, I can totally understand that people think like that. But yeah, like I said, it's not. But you want to build a solution mm -hmm. for people. So when you have your course idea, then you can play with the name. You know, and I was hesitant when I, you know, when people ask me, what do you do? And I said, well, I, I help people get from an idea to a profitable online course. Mm -hmm. I was hesitant to say profitable because, mm -hmm. you know, everybody's like, get 5,000 of this in 12 days, mm -hmm. millions of dollars in a week, like such an unrealistic pumped kind of gross, <laughs> you know, uh, titles for things that, so I was always really hesitant, but a profitable online course for me, which maybe is something I can just quickly say is you made something and somebody bought mm -hmm. that's profit right yep. there. So it could be a thousand dollars, could be a $50,000. It doesn't matter the amount you made profit mm -hmm. on it. Right. So course idea what people sometimes oh, this is the, maybe this is important to say so people understand we all have some if you and i we can sit with anybody for five minutes mm -hmm. and for example you and i can sit for five minutes and talk about whatever there is something that i don't know that you can teach me this is yeah. why i believe that everybody has an online course in them mm -hmm. everybody has something they can teach somebody else i mean we know people that made hundreds of thousands of dollars learning people canning online, mm -hmm. knitting. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to be like, oh, I saw online that this person does this. So now I'm going to go back to school yeah. to get all these degrees or diplomas or certificates because then I'm going to be legit. Mm -hmm. We already have knowledge from our very specific point of view that we can teach. So that's where... You need to focus your attention, not spend thousands of dollars on getting more paper to help you be legit. You, so if you stay in your zone of genius, whatever that is, on whatever topic, you're going to shine. Mm, yeah, 
That is so true. And you stay in that lane. You don't try to be this person over here or that person over there. This is who you are and this is what you know and that's what you're going to teach. Love that. So that would be the step two. You can play with different names. You can play with different titles. And I I have an ebook where I kind of take people through. Okay, so play with some words. See what kind of clicks for you, Mm -hmm. right? So then the step three is to test it. And this, I believe, is the most, it's the most important step. So you have the idea. Now, now we are in a phase, we have the idea, we have the name. We know right. what we want to teach. We still haven't created anything. Because that's a mistake that many people, they have a course idea, they get yep. a name, and then they jump into a platform, whatever that is. Mine is Kajabi. I love Kajabi. Mm. Kajabi is awesome. Shout out to Kajabi. <laughs> this is not an ad. But <laughs> no, I but gen- it's, it's a good platform. Genuinely. I just switch over to it as well. So, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> no, I, I, I really love it. So they would jump in and start building this thing, this idea that they have. And then they mm-hmm. spend months working on it without really knowing, is it good? So that's, mm-hmm. you know, that process monetized before you make it. Exactly. Super scary process. Oh, yeah. But it works. Mm-hmm. So then you go out there and you start telling people about this thing that you have. You don't tell them it's not built. No. No, but, but you, you start. Talk about the idea. You talk about the idea. You talk about how you can help. Mm-hmm. You might even get a few. If you never build an online course before and you don't really know how, you've never done it. Maybe you don't have a big crowd that follows you and you're worried about all that. Grab, pick a few people, do a little pre-launch and mm-hmm. pick a few people to go through it for free. You're yes. there with them. You will build it as you go because you will know kind of what you want to teach them. Mm-hmm. So you will record and build it as you go. The feedback they will give you will be so valuable. Mm-hmm. And if they say, this is the best thing I've ever done, you are amazing, that's your, that's your proof. Mm-hmm. You must have proof. Because we can't just build something. The same thing with, with building a website. People build websites and say, there, people will come. Mm-hmm. Nobody's <laughs> yeah. going to come. You're not even going to show in Google search. And same thing will be with an online course. So you want to test drive your idea you maybe even want to pre-sell with a heavy discount so that you mm-hmm. don't do it completely uh, for free because there is a thing about when we don't invest money in something we're not yeah. really invested in something exactly so that's something to kind of weigh in are these and then you know you can have th- again think about your your perfect client your friends that you have coffee with that you love so much may not be your perfect client. So if you ask them to test drive your idea, most likely they're going to say it sucks or (laughs) they're going to say it's amazing. I love it because they love you, Mm -hmm. not necessarily your topic and your course. But either way you get some kind of feedback, which you can, you know, learn from and, improve on till next time you launch mm-hmm. it. But I will focus on feedback from people you want to sell to oh, yeah, rather totally. than family members and friends, even though that's valuable too. Um, I would focus more on, cause sometimes our friends will be too kind to us and tell <laughs> yeah. us that something is really great when in reality <laughs> it's not. 
right? That's true. So, so then once you tested your idea, you now you know, okay, you're in a really good track. Maybe you got two, three sales, few people went through it, you got some valuable feedback. Now, then you're going to sit down and write the outline. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where you're going to kind of break it down. I like to do it on paper first because it keeps you on track. Because if you jump in a platform to start building, there's a lot of shiny objects you can add and you can get lost. So do your outline. Okay, it's going to have this many modules. What are the names of the modules? How many lessons? Am Mm -hmm. I doing video? Am I sharing screen? Do I have workbooks? What am I doing? How specific do you get though with the outline? I mean, do you get like super specific that this is exactly what I'm going to teach or do you kind of, you know, go through that with the persons that you had in the, let's say the beta launch. Well, when, yeah, when you, when you're testing, then you're winging it as you go and you will kind of start building your structure there. But once you are done and you get that end feedback from them, Mm -hmm. then you sit down and you create a real outline. Okay. You're not winging it anymore. Now, now you know exactly because when you're teaching people, you may think that you will go to A, B, and C, but you will realize that maybe C would be better to go first because it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. So you kind of play with the order of things as you are doing your test phase, right? right? And then when you go to the outline, now you're outlining exactly what it is. Mm. After you outline it on paper, oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking, like I said, you're just kind of winging it, but like you said, with the beta but you got to have some kind of certain idea of what it is that you want to teach. So do you have like a super basic outline for the beta? No, not at all. No, nothing? Not, no, the, the super ba- Well, super basic. Yes, yes, yes. Super yeah, yeah. basic. Super basic. You have, you, have, you have an idea. Okay, this is what I want to teach. These are all the things that I would like to show them. But then you will listen. That's why a lot of people don't do monetize before you make it because it can mm-hmm. get stressful. Yeah. So we need to kind of... Because you don't really that. have anything. It's like, you, yeah, it's like the you are creating it. So as you are teaching those people, the feedback, what they tell you, they kind of drive direction mm-hmm. so that you know, once you are done, so you will, obviously you have to have some, this is what I want to teach them. And mm-hmm. this is basically how I want to do it. But then what you thought... And what you see is mm-hmm. are actually two different things. Yeah. So once you finish and you collect your thoughts, you collect their feedback, then you sit down and create a real okay. outline for your online course. Great. I just wanted to be clear on that so people mm-hmm. kind of don't stress out because they don't have anything at first. But yeah. Yeah. You you have to have an idea. You can't just be like, I'm going to go and teach about this puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? You know, you can't do that. So then you create your outline, you see kind of how big this is going to be, what it's going to mm-hmm. entail. Then you start looking at your assets and, you know, what do you need? Mm. I always tell people, start with what you have. There is content because we talked about your buyers, right? Mm-hmm. So you really start, when you know your buyers, you start creating content for social media. Maybe you're doing some videos, lives, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. So go back and look at all that content and see what you can repurpose. Mm. That's very good. So that you're not always constantly, because the reality is we are always repurposing content. Mm-hmm. 
and, and just maybe look at it from a different angle. So you get those assets you already have. And then you say, okay, this is what I already have. These are the ideas. These are the topics. What am I missing? I'm missing X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's what I need to do now. Right. Then after you gathered all your assets, you start setting it up in a platform you choose. Okay. And, and if you ever work with me, I will not work with you in any other platform other than Kajabi. <laughs> and you know, I actually lost clients because I am... I have such a deep belief that there is so much value with this platform mm -hmm. that I will not go into helping you set up a different one. Yeah, but it kind of, it, it is a all-in-one platform and it makes things a lot easier for you. So you don't have to stress out all about, you know, connecting all the things together, making it work. And, you know, you have absolutely everything. You have the online course, you can have a membership, you can connect, uh, you know, Stripe and PayPal, and you can have a website, you can have landing pages. I mean, it has everything that you really need. Email marketing, even, you know, mm -hmm. so and it makes everything a lot easier. Really daily, right? Yeah. That, because email marketing was a little bit weak. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, it, it can probably still be better, but I mean, at least it's simple and it's basic and you can send out your emails and you can have a sequence and you can tag people and, you know, you can still do the simple so stuff. Much. And that's so probably what the most people need is the simple stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, you set it up and I always like to tell people, don't just lock yourself in a room and start building it. <laughs> the interesting, like, and then don't talk to anybody. Yeah. Forget about your social media. Forget lock about up for three things. months and I'm yeah, going to build up this thing. <laughs> no, no. The people love to, to watch real life processes, mm -hmm. you know? So share that you're working on this module and maybe, it's giving you a heartburn because you want to put it together and it's kind of, people love, re, I don't know if realness is a word, but people, mm. people love people mm -hmm. and, and to see all the processes. And so keep your socials involved mm -hmm. in your process. That's how you build excitement. That's, that's how you can genuinely share what's going on. Mm -hmm. So when you come to that phase that it's built and now you're doing an actual launch, people already know what you're doing, what they're up to. Maybe they're even on your email list. Maybe you gave mm -hmm. them a freebie. So now they're waiting. They're, they're, they're excited. They can't wait to hear when it's out. And so all those little bits and pieces need to work together. But one thing to just note in all this is that nobody cares how many modules your course has, how many lessons how many hours of video training, how, how thick is the workbook that you created? Nobody cares about that. Mm -hmm. There is, I believe nobody. Maybe there is a super small percentage <laughs> that is like, oh, this course has 53 modules, must be good. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe there is. I doubt it though. What people care is how you can help them. Mm -hmm. What is that thing that you can do for them that will make their life easier, better in whatever you're teaching. People, and that may sound you know, selfish, but we all are looking for solutions to a problem that mm -hmm. we have. Like just like recently, right before, right before Christmas, I bought an online course to learn Facebook ads because I want to support, A, um, that's not my strong suit, mm -hmm. but my clients ask me to help them here and there right 
So I want to have some basic knowledge Mm -hmm. with it so that I can support them, even though I tell them, everybody knows that I'm not, I'm not (laughs) an expert in that. Mm -hmm. Right. But people still ask. So I I invested for myself and for them to be Mm -hmm. able to provide some kind of value. And I believe if you know a little bit of something like Facebook ads, you can at least, even if you're not doing it yourself, you understand the basic enough to hire someone to, to hire do for some, Exactly. So when they yeah. come to you with like, oh, th- these are the metrics, mm-hmm. you don't say like, what are the metrics? <laughs> what are what these numbers? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Yeah. This percentage, what is that? Right? So yes, you can hire out when you have a basic knowledge, you can hire out when you're ready and really be a good client mm-hmm. for somebody else. Right? And another thing is that people don't care how much you know. So this is another thing that, oh, I need to know more. I need to know Mm. more. No, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you genuinely care. Mm. This is the God honest truth. (laughs) When people feel how much you care for them and their success and, and, whatever it is that you do, then they start caring. Because mm. we all know something more or better than somebody else. Yes. We don't have to know everything. We just no. have to be a few steps ahead. And that is so true. That is so true. So pe- this is kind of me trying to just drill in that we are all experts in something. This is so true, right? Mm-hmm. And that we don't need another degree or another certificate to make us become valid in this topic, mm-hmm. right? As long as you know your buyers, you know who you're talking to, and you know how you can help them, and you do that on repeat. Yes, you become an expert in that in mm-hmm. that field. And I think we also get caught up in the fact that there's always someone who's out there who's doing the same as you, but they're doing better. But there is also going to be someone right behind you who's looking up to you and thinking, oh, he or she is doing so much better than me. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we person, kind of forget to think about yeah. that. We think about the other person ahead of us all the time. Yeah, but that person ahead of us started five years ago. 10 exactly. years ago. So we're in the same spot years, as you. Right? They got some years on us. Mm-hmm. Which show, I, I believe that if you are, if you believe in who you are and how you can help people and you're driven enough to push through the number, Ken, the number of no's that I heard in my life mm-hmm. is freaking ridiculous. <laughs> It's beyond, I think it's beyond normal. (laughs) Not just no to my skill or expertise, but no to my accent, the way Mm -hmm. I talk, the happy person that I am, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the, so many times I could have quit hundreds of times, but I believed that there is something that I, the value that I can provide to the world. If nothing else, when they leave talking to me, they are feeling happier and better. Mm-hmm. Right? 
So that's another thing we said we're going to talk about is that not everybody is built to be a business owner at this time. Mm -hmm. And this is a painful truth. Yeah. You, if you want to be a business owner, let's say you want to be a course creator. Mm -hmm. So, because business owner can mean many things, but let's, let's kind of stay in this zone. Yeah. You want to be a course creator and you want to sell your courses online, which means that you are your own boss Mm -hmm. and you and I both work at corporate. When you have a boss, he gives you what you need to do. Sure. You can have your own ideas and present it and kind of go in different directions, but generally somebody else has a plan for you. Yes that you just follow through. Mm-hmm. And that's easy. What is not easy is waking up in the morning, being a business owner, not feeling super great, but you still have to show up and do mm-hmm. all these things. You know, I had clients, and we talked about this before, I had clients that I had to let go, saying, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you this is not working out because you're not showing up for yourself. Right. So you must have personal grit to -hmm. say, I'm going to show up when I feel good and when I don't feel good and I'm going to work 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 with, and for example, I'm a mom, right? I have twins. You're, you have family too. And I sometimes run my business while I'm doing laundry Mm -hmm. and I'm prepping my next grocery list and I could easily be like, Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do this work tomorrow. Or, you know, so you have to have this. I think discipline is the word. Discipline is probably right. Yeah. You have to have discipline to plan and execute no matter what. Mm -hmm. And you got to be committed to the fact that you're actually have a business and you need to run it. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, sometimes I tell people, and I think when we talked early, uh, last time, I, I told you, you know, show me that for three months, you can work out five times a week. I mean, that's just an example. Mm-hmm. And don't skip a day. Be so committed against all odds. <laughs> and if you prove that to yourself, go ahead and be a business owner. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it could be, you know, eat healthy or, or something that you want that's not connected to the business in your life. Mm-hmm. Something or, or, or you're going to start, I don't know, doing yoga. You're going to start meditating every day. Show yourself, prove yourself that you can be consistent against all odds. Mm-hmm. And doesn't matter what kind of, if you have a good day or we all have good and bad days. Do you, of course, yeah. I mean, I don't always want to show up on social media. No. And let's just be real. Maybe I have a headache. Maybe my kid was sick. So I didn't sleep all night. Mm-hmm. Hey, you still got to show up. You still got to send those emails. You still got to support those clients. Like everything in your life is perfect because they paid you for help. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be like, oh, sorry, I'm going to reschedule today. You know, I'm taking a day off. <laughs> There's no day off. What are you talking about, right? So when, show yourself that you can be consistent in something else. Then you'll build self-belief too. Mm-hmm. Then go ahead and be a business owner. But do you think that, you know, 
is it okay to, I don't know, I just feel like we shouldn't be hustling our asses off to do it all. We work 15 hours instead of the normal. Oh, no, no. Eight hours. Yeah, exactly. So what we're talking about here is not, you know, hustling. We're talking about, you know, just being true to yourself and, you know, just show up for your business. We're not talking about working the 80 hours a week. No, that's not what we're talking we, about here. No, no, because we decided to go to an online space because we don't want to work 80 hours a week. Yeah, unfortunately, right? that's a lot of what people do and they have nothing to show for it. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that is that is another. Yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's that not would a, be different a whole thing. other podcast. <laughs> but no, what, what I'm trying to uh, really say is doesn't matter if you show up for your business two hours a day, just as an example. Mm-hmm. You need to show up for those two hours a day. Yeah. Some days, in my business, some days I'm going to have a lot of clients in one, in one day. Mm-hmm. And after I'm done talking to them and helping them, I am empty. Yeah. I, I then go and I read a book and I spend time with my kids and that's it. But sometimes I have short days when I only have a couple of hours that I need to spend working. And then after that, I can go out and go to the park with my kids. So, but I show up daily. That, that's the key is to mm. show up daily. Same with, like when I started meditating, I love Headspace for that. And it really helps with my anxiety and, and better sleep and whatnot. So mm-hmm. when I started, being consistent was really difficult. But now, after you do it for a while, now I can't fall asleep if I don't put a little headspace in my ears. Mm-hmm. It becomes a part of your routine. And so does your business. So I'm not, I don't want to sound like, oh, if you can't do this, you can't be a business owner. Not at all. Mm-hmm. You can start small, but you need to, doesn't matter what other people think, you within yourself need to build belief that you can do it. Because if you don't believe that you can do it, you will never succeed. Mm-hmm. you will always find an excuse that you're not even realizing it's an excuse to not do something that kind of stretches you mm-hmm. and pushes you to that edge where you like uncomfortable because that's where you grow if we're always totally. in a little bubble we're so uh, comfortable everything is nothing's amazing. gonna change yeah <laughs> nothing's cha- but so you need to be that's why it's in, in some way hard being a business owner, because you need to be your own cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Go, and you can do it, and push through. And this person said, no, no, I still believe in myself. And this person said, no, you go turn around and say, no, I still believe in myself. You know, or find podcasts to listen to. I, I have something in my ears every chance I have. Because even if you're not aware, those words that you're listening get in some kind, kind of compartment in your brain and then you will surprise yourself what kind of information you pull when it really matters. Mm. So fill your mind with good things. Yeah. Listen to those who know more on whatever topic you're interested in. doesn't matter if, it, if it's about the business or not, right? And, and just keep pushing. Mm. Let's go a little bit back to how we kind of, digressed a little bit here but Mm -hmm. let's go back to online course and (laughs) in my mind it's um you know when you're trying to design an online course you usually think of a signature online course like the big course that you want to 
build and sell. Mm-hmm. And it can probably be a bit overwhelming, intimidating to kind of see you can, now that you outlined the whole thing. Wow. Where do I even start? How do I even start? I mean, this is so much blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You're probably just going to end up like, yeah, I'm just going to, I have to do this first. And, uh, you know, you kind of push it forward and kind of yeah. probably not get started. So how do you kind of deal with that whole aspect of it? You know, the, the when I work, the, this is what I do. And I don't know if this is right or wrong, but this is just my way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if you are my client, Ken, and you come to me and say, I have this great idea. This is what I want to do. So what are my steps? If you never created an online co- course before, I will tell you to create a mini course mm. first to get your feet wet, to kind of grasp a whole concept of the steps we talked about and then launching and selling it because mini course is takes the least amount of your time. Mm-hmm. You will understand what is needed and you can build from it because the experience you will get, it's so valuable. I never say, oh, we're going to find out what your signature course is, is going to have 50 modules and 150 this, and you're going to sell it for this. I don't go there because that, even for us who have done it, <laughs> whoa, you know? So yeah. I would start with something small where... You will take people and get them a quick result mm-hmm. in a shortest amount of time, but it will also help you create it in a shortest amount of time. I wouldn't mm-hmm. just jump in, or you may even have an idea like this is going to be my signature course. This is going to be my life's work. Mm-hmm. Don't start, even though you have that idea, don't start there. Or take a chunk out of that massive thing. And start there. Then you can build on it, add to it as you launch once, twice, three, four times that year. Mm -hmm. So that's what I that I all start small to understand all the bolts and pieces and screws that go into this machine. Mm -hmm. And once you kind of know it, you've done it a couple of times, then it's like okay, add to it. Or maybe you'll go in a completely different direction and create a course on something else, right? Right. But I think that the, the flagship or the life's work course should be something that you should create when you have some experience, when you have some years behind you. You know, you can mm-hmm. build a mini course or you can pick a very specific, like let's say Facebook ads. That could be your, that would be like a second level, I feel. Mm-hmm. Mini course will be like an introduction to something. Right. Small fee, but you're still helping people. Mm-hmm. Like a beginner's study guide for Facebook ads, mm-hmm. as an example. Then you can have an online course that talks specifically about Facebook ads. And that's all it talks about. So it's, that, it's a little bit more advanced, but it's a one-topic thing. That's all you talk about. You won't provide anything else other than these are Facebook ads and this is how you do them. And this is why you do them. And, and that's a course mm-hmm. basically. Right. And then of course the third one will be that massive life's work. Yeah. Cause you don't want to, when you just start a business, you just don't want to go start that signature course right off the back. And, and it's appealing for, for people to oh, yeah, think totally. because it's going to be massive you can sell it for more and mm-hmm. generate more revenue. But if you've never done it before, 
kind of steer, steer clear until you get some momentum and you become comfortable in building online courses. Because it is a process, mm-hmm. right? For, for people who are techie and who, especially for people who are not, it is a process. There is a lot of pieces that go into it, not just to build it, but to test it mm-hmm. and then to sell it. Because what's mm-hmm. the point of creating an online course if there's nobody to buy? Exactly. Yeah. And that happens a lot. Oh, yeah. You know? Probably more than we know. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot that people just create something and nobody buys. But you got to go through the steps. And mm-hmm. sometimes you will see when you go to that test phase, you will see that the idea actually wasn't really good. That happens too. You know? But how long, how long do you need to kind of, you know, get from the idea to the actual launch? and kind of warm up people to this great course that you got. I mean, obviously there's some time spent in between all of this. Is there a specific time that you see that comes up or is it, you know, You know, when you listen to masters, when you listen to masters in this field, everybody says, yes, there is a time frame, but I believe it depends on a person. It depends on their life. You know, somebody, Mm -hmm. let's say, Somebody is not a mom or a dad and doesn't have a family or a full-time job mm-hmm. or whatever other responsibilities. So they can actually invest more time a day into building this thing. So then yeah. when you work with them, you can say, okay, this is going to be your time frame because this is logical, mm-hmm. right? But then you have people who have all these other things. You can't really force on yourself because you don't want to create something from a place of fear and rushness and, and scarcity. You want to build it with flow and mm. love and really kind of pour your heart and soul and brain into it. But you can't do it if you're stressed out, if you're overworked, mm. if you didn't sleep in three days, you know? So I can't say that there is, oh, this is the time frame. If you don't build it in this time frame, you're out. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that there is a time frame is how long is your launch process. Yeah. If, you know, you don't create a launch that it's three months long, it kind of loses momentum, right? You can have a little pre-launch and maybe pre-sell for like a week and a week of like open cart mm-hmm. and then you're done. Close the doors and go into that fulfillment phase where you are fulfilling with people who raised their hand and gave you the money and said, yes, teach me, I need this. Hmm. So that's what I believe. Is it right or wrong? I don't know. It's just you it's know, your that's opinion. Debatable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you What do you think? No, I think I kind of agree. Uh, you know, like say the launch process is the launch window is really short, but the launch runway, which could be so many things, it could be like could be three one. months long. Yeah, and it's like yeah. you know what you talk about. You know, showing kind of like behind the scenes what you're working on. This is the idea, blah blah blah. All of that kind of is the launch runway until you actually get to the pre-launch, which mm-hmm. is actually kind of when the launch actually starts. Mm-hmm. It's not the launch doesn't start until the pre-launch. Everything before that is launch runway. That's right. Yeah, and like I said, a couple of weeks and you're done. That's the launch. Yeah, unless well, you create something that it's like open. For public to purchase anytime. Of course. That's, now, a, that, that's a completely matter. different story. Yeah. 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 We, that's not what we're talking about. Here. But if we're talking about on a course that we're going to build up onto and yeah, kind of launch that, we need a little bit more time probably. And I see that a lot of people do this like they get the idea, 
okay, I want to launch it in two weeks. <laughs> and then you have no time to prepare, not just for yourself, but you don't have no time to prepare your audience for it either. I mean, we got to put in that time to kind of prepare people what's coming and not just kind of spring it on them. Yes, yeah. and build relationships and trust and talk about things and be helpful. But you know, it's hard though. Uh, you know, we kind of, yes. we get excited and we want to just, ah, here, here it is, please <laughs> take it, please, please buy it from it. me. <laughs> yeah. But they're not ready for it, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, that is true too. So there is a lot of, a lot of moving pieces, but at least if we go through those steps we kind of discussed today, you have a higher chance to actually sell your online course once it's built. Mm-hmm. So how can we kind of summarize this process really short to get it really specific for people to understand? So sit down. This is spend two hours. Whenever you're listening to this, mm-hmm. sit down, grab a pen and paper and say, ask yourself a question. Who am I? Who is this for? Yes. Answer that question. What do I want to teach? And play with the name. See what the name is. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm going to start testing the idea. I'm going to start talking about this thing and see reactions of people. You know, Instagram is really great for this because you can be like, hey, if I help you do this, thing, will this be helpful? Put a question box. Yes, no. See what people say. Mm-hmm. Right? Get some people. Monetize before you make it if you are comfortable and you kind of have a support system for people to support you because this is like a freak out phase. This is not easy. Mm-hmm. But it can't be done, especially if you're somebody like me. I need to be organized and monetize before you make it. It's like the scariest beast of all beasts for me personally, <laughs> because like I need to be organized. I need to have it kind of written because, you know, so then you will go into an outline. You will outline everything. You will assess which assets you have and what you need to build and how it's going to look like. You're going to set it up and you're going to launch it. Mm. But while all these first six steps we talked about, you can use that as your pre-launch phase mm-hmm. that we talked about and, and get people involved. And every time you, when you have your course idea and you know what you t- want to talk about, start talking about it online. Mm-hmm. Give people free value. Don't be afraid to give free value because even if you give everything for free, there are still going to be people that are going to need you to walk them through it because they can't do it alone. Mm. So don't be afraid of that. And that's, and that's it. That's and then right. you're going to repeat. And mm-hmm. you're going to go into a fulfillment phase. And let's say you, you, sold to, whoops, you sold to five people. Mm-hmm. Just an example. Huge. Or to one, two. That's huge too. Like don't be depressed because the numbers are low. <laughs> hey, you just started. If yeah. you sell to one person, if one person pays you, that's your proof. Mm, yes. Then once you go into the fulfillment phase, you help those people, then you do it all over again. Now you have feedback. Now you Mm. know how it went. Now you can improve your product and then launch it again. And you'll get better results. And then you Mm. launch it again. While you're still improving, online course is not something that you're going to build and forget about it. Yes, true. You know, online course is a live organism that evolves with you and your people. So, if you just want to build it and forget it, don't build an online. (laughs) That's the honest truth. That you know, it's something you will work on always to improve 
the success rate mm-hmm. for the people who are taking the course. Because that's the goal. The goal is to help other people with something that we know mm. and make they, their life better. Yes. Very good. So any, I know we talked about a lot, but do we have any last tips before we end this today? Or have you said it all? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Maybe just a reminder that you are enough. Mm. To look yourself in a mirror and to say, I am enough with what I know. And, you know, put the blinds on and stay in your lane Mm. with the knowledge that you already have. You don't need a next shiny diploma or a degree or a certificate of some kind to be legit. You as you are legit with the knowledge and skill you already have. So I think you are enough is my last piece of wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. So how can people find out more about you, reach out to you, connect with you? Okay, they can find me on Instagram. So it's at Katerina Haddon. That's where I spend most of my time. Yes, mm-hmm. there is a, fa- a Facebook page too. But sometimes I, I don't really spend time there. So don't go there because you can send we me a message. We got a Facebook I, uh, page to, you know, do the Facebook ads. So That's correct. And that really, <laughs> that's the reason why I was created. Yeah. Sometimes people m- message me there and I don't see it for weeks. Mm. Not because I don't want to, but it goes into a weird, weird folder. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm always there. Or go to the website, uh, www.katerinahedden.com. It's super simple. It's just my name. No fancy stuff. And yeah, send me an email. Send me a DM. I love to talk to you and see if in any way I can help you. Maybe mm-hmm. just with an advice that will kind of help you move forward. So yes. Excellent. That's Thank you so much for joining me today and getting up so early. I love that. It was really a good conversation as usual. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for the time you spent here with me on this shiny morning. My pleasure. Well, thank you all for listening to today's episode and uh, make sure that you don't miss the next one. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.